escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Tonight, the breakdown of discipline within NDC executive ranks as a number of retained parliamentary candidates from the weekend's primaries call out party executives demanding sanctions and an overhaul of internal election processes. What business did an national organizer have interfering in a constituency election like that? The whip must be cracked. A party that lacks the balls and the guts to discipline errant elders cannot rein in exuberant young people. We should operate in a manner that allows the people of Ghana to take us seriously. If we intend to govern, our capacity to do so must reflect in what we do even in opposition. We hear from the National Executive Committee of the NDC. Top story is always brought to you by Vodafone. There is a breakdown in discipline within NDC executive ranks. That is the verdict tonight from a number of retained parliamentary candidates from the weekend's presidential and parliamentary primaries. It has been more than 48 hours since the main opposition National Democratic Congress wrapped up its primaries. And now in the last 24 hours, John News has been learning more about the extent of the deep cracks that has erupted within the NDC. Now, more retained parliamentary candidates have now come forward, revealing the inside story of how regional and national executives allegedly violated party rules, conspiring to have their favorites elected. The candidates are now demanding immediate action. One of them is a retained candidate, uh, uh, Felix Kwachifosu, who is also an aide to former President John Dramani Mahama, who himself was elected flagbearer over the weekend who won the Abura Seibu Kwamankese constituency in the central region. The difficulty arises when people who have been put in certain positions and who are expected to manage the process act in ways that tend to skew the elections in favor of one candidate or the other. That is where the problem arises from. So, because anybody who loses an election and feels that the process was not fair, it was not balanced, and that things were done in a manner to undermine his or her chances, has a difficulty lending themselves to any reconciliatory process. So that really is a difficulty. Again, Sam George is spot on, and I'm on all fours with him when he speaks about the need to instill discipline in our party. Look, national officers must exhibit responsibility 
is when you are put in there as a national officer, you must act in ways that advance the interests of the party. It is not unusual in politics to have a situation where, based on one or two considerations, the party believes that this candidate is preferable to that candidate. In instances like that, what you use is dialogue and a consultative process to impress upon a person who will be adversely affected as to why it is necessary to make that sacrifice. But if you do not do that, and you attempt to size up the process or skew the process in a manner that makes it unfair, then you are going to have some of these difficulties. I had a challenge with a national organizer, and it resulted in some controversy. I'm sure you read it. Yeah. I do not want to go into that. Yeah. But what business did a national organizer have interfering in a constituency election like that? That's Joseph Yavin. Absolutely. And, and AAK is not the only place where he's accused of that. In fact, in Mutaka's constituency. Absolutely. You see, the whip must be cracked. You are a national organizer, so organize the party nationally. When you lend such direct support to candidates and move into candidates' uh, territories to interfere in that manner, you create divisions within the party. So I also expect that the national leadership of the party will take a serious view of this, that going forward, they will put in place structures that make it impossible for people occupying such positions to interfere, poke their noses in that manner in consequences that, that, that have some of these contests going on. I am reiterating the point that we should act proactively as a party. Indeed, I have seen instances where regional chairmen have made valid cases before national executive as to why this or that candidate is preferable. And proper steps have been taken to engage everybody involved so that a united front is then presented. Mm -hmm. Because consensus building, as Dr. Obeda Samoa once said, consensus building is the best form of democracy. So if you believe that Evans is a preferable candidate and has some comparative or competitive advantages that would inure to the benefit of the party, Make it clear, make it open, make it transparent. Involve whoever is also an interested party in the matter. But do not make it seem that merely because you have power at the national level, you are going to sidestep the process, treat somebody unfairly, and expect that they will come on board. I expect the reconciliatory effort to be deeper. Okay. It should not be superficial or shallow. People have been offended. There are those who can let things go, like myself. There are also those who hold on to grudges forever. Mutaka said that. Absolutely, there are those. Who to forgive. Well, I do not believe that people don't forgive in politics. <laughs> I certainly do not hold those grudges. There are those who also uh, have a long memory and therefore do not readily forgive. They may not speak, but they will act in ways that undermine the party's overall chances in constituencies and even at the national level. But everything boils down to running the NDC properly, like a professional organization, where office holders and duty bearers perform their tasks devoid of emotion or interference, where there's transparency, where there's candor, where there's consultation, where there's involvement. If these things are in place, we will not have some of the difficulties that we are having at this particular moment. So I believe that all is not lost yet. We still have sufficient time. I mean, knowing President Mahama for who he is, he is an honest broker. He will stamp his authority on, on the process. I think that the current national executive ought to be given time to find their foot. I think they came into office at a time when the contest was upon us. So perhaps they didn't have sufficient time to master the process. But in the circumstances, they've done a sterling job. Because overall, it's been a huge success. Absolutely. There have been pockets of difficulties. There are some places where elections had to be put on hold for very good reason. And I'm sure that the processes will be undertaken to ensure that those outstanding constituencies are also delivered. Mm -hmm. But going forward, I expect uh, some kind of overhaul in the way that we manage our electoral process. For instance, there were too many controversies about the register. I had to engage in a battle with the regional executive of the central over, over a month. For over a month, we were trying to resolve difficulties with the register, which should be fairly easy to deal with. There, was, there were efforts 
you know, to tamper and interfere with the register. And it took us one month to resolve. Precious time was wasted on something that should have been pretty straightforward. Somehow we managed to resolve it. Even on election day, it's popped up, but we managed to use dialogue to resolve it peacefully. So I am saying that these things ought to be avoided going forward. We've been in, in, in place for about 30 years. These things should not be happening. We should, we should operate in a manner that allows the people of Ghana to take us seriously. If we intend to govern, our capacity to do so must reflect in what we do, even in opposition. That is the only way that we can win the confidence of the people of Ghana to give us the mandate to govern. But if we do not do things properly, and the simple matter of managing an election like this, forget about the logistical nightmare that elections present, yeah. but this is something that we've done over the years. So we should not have difficulty. Going forward, we should be mastering the process and perfecting them, not having these difficulties that are self-inflicted. There is also too much personal interest in the way that our party is governed, rather than acting mechanically like a machine. People take interest in specific constituencies and act in ways to favor their candidates. Yeah. That is, I know that politics is not straightforward. No, there are things, as uh, one prominent MPP uh, founding father said, politics is a deep river, and so things happen. But everything that happens must be done for a purpose, and the purpose should be the overall interest of the party yeah. going forward. And that, by the way, is Felix Kwachifosu speaking on PM Express last night. Also on the show was MP for Ningo Pram, Pram Sam George, who also won his primaries. He says that national chairman of the NDC, John Celsius and Ketia, must take personal responsibility and instill discipline across board. Especially from the region, because those forces themselves are grasping for their own lives. Mm. And and they, they had better be careful, because... In Greater Accra, we will not countenance, because as far as we are concerned in Greater Accra, Greater Accra is, going to, is key and critical for President Mahama mm. winning the next election. And Greater Accra will determine the next president of Ghana. And, and so those individuals or that individual who thinks that he can run it like his private enterprise, must, this is notice. And Ningo Pram Pram was where we served notice to him. Is there a national executive? No, a regional executive. Okay. You know, he, he, and that's what I'm saying that, and like Felix said, at times the influences come from various levels where people think that, they think themselves mightier, you know, when butterflies think of themselves as eagles, you know, and, and, and so in Ngo Pram Pram, I told him the instructions he was giving to the EC on phone, he should come as a man onto the ground and come and give the instruction and let's see, you know, but we would need to mend and deal with this crowd. Discipline. Absolutely. Who, who must bring that? It must come from the national executives, from our national chairman, Asidu Nketia. And Asidu Nketia is a man who pulls no punches and, and like, 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 he takes no prisoners. He, he's, he's got the guts to take tough decisions. As general secretary, we saw him take very tough decisions. As national chairman, I want to see him bring discipline. That should be, I want to remember Asidu Nketia as that national chairman who instilled discipline from the national all the way to the grassroots in our party. Fifi Kwete is a no-nonsense person. As general secretary, I want to see some fight from them. Look, and, and you see me when I say it, and they say Sam George, Sam George, Sam George. But the elections in my constituency were held up for an hour. Yeah. It happened immediately after Eti Mensah came and left. He came with tanks to come and disrupt the elections. But it was suspended, yeah. 
You get it. You have this man sitting in the national in the in the council of state serving under the MPP and sitting in your council of elders meeting. Then you turn around and tell people that people are leaking information. Why can't we call a spade a spade and say this person is no longer with our party? We are distancing ourselves from you. Until we call a spade a spade in our party and say, look, yes, you are a senior, we thank you, thank you for your service, but if you can no longer toe the line of the party, no individual is bigger than the party. But a party that lacks the balls and the guts to discipline errant elders cannot rein in exuberant young people. And so you begin to have pockets of people beginning to take the law into their own hands. You want to fix this party? Instill discipline. Mm. And you instill discipline from the very top. Like the MPP or hates Leonardo, when he thought he needed control of the, power, of the party, he kicked out an elected national chairman, general secretary, and first national, uh, vice chairman. The party didn't collapse. They went on to win an election 18 months later. They, they won it with a historic margin. Because then discipline was instilled in the rank and file of the MPP. That is what is lacking in the NDC. We need discipline. If the party leadership can't give it, I'm expecting President Mahama as our new flag bearer. Now he's leader of the party to take that lead role and still discipline. Bring everybody like Montaka said, invite everybody, listen to everybody, and be able to say, this is the way we will go. Anybody, anybody who seeks to take a contrary stand to the position of the leader must be shown the exit. Mm. You must be dealt with. You see, people say politics is about numbers. I say politics is about good numbers. Because there are some numbers where you put them in your team. They destroy you. Ask Kwabnadu before. <laughs> Why? Well, I, haven't you seen his team? <laughs> well, <laughs> it was numbers. But those numbers led him into the ditch. Now, for MP Fasawasi and former minority chief whip Muntaka Mubarak, many of them cannot forgive. One thing about politics, people don't forgive. Mm. Because when you do that, people don't easily forgive. They may keep quiet, but they are looking for an opportunity to strike. Because they believe that, look, even in these time of, times of difficulty, this is what some people have done. What if we get power? They may be doing worse because that, that time they may even have been supported with uh, political authority. Now you thought that you were just, I mean, you're just going to finish me, I've survived. So for those who have lost and those who have won, but they have this consent, the citizens must listen to them. So I want to encourage that if everybody will have a lot of work to do. I know it's very tiring. I mean, it's very stressful, but luckily he's very experienced. He has been contesting as member of parliament. So what will the party do about these concerns you just had there? Uh, a retained candidate just pouring out their frustration with the system uh, that just elected them. I want to bring in a member of the National Executive Committee, is a, a Deputy General Secretary, uh, Mustafa Gbandi. Uh, Mr. Gbandi, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Thank you very much. I mean, you, you had your colleagues, your comrades in the party. What's your response to the issues they've raised there? Thank you very much, and thank you for having me. 
apply. First of all, I think that we are done with elections. Um, generally, it's been a very good election. Do people have interest? Yeah. Have they been issued? Yeah. Our focus is to look at the larger interest. Um, if complaints are coming from people who have survived the election, I think that is it's not a big los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Two states that have lost elections. And so the effort of the National Executive Committee is to address concerns of elected members and how to bring up those who have lost elections so that we can move together as a family. The National Executive Committee led by and Johnson as, as our national chairman, is positioned to reconcile the party alongside the flag bearer, His Excellency Mahama, to see that we have a united going into 2024. We are neither for or against the conflict. The conflict will always be part of politics. And when it comes for us, as the freeze and other tests, our rule is to give each of the persons who have complained a fair hearing. In other words, I also want to think that my senior colleagues who are complaining understand that grievances will not be picked from the media. And so we have an internal mechanism in how grievances are channeled and how they get addressed. And so not to say that they don't have grievances, I want to also encourage that at this time, party members will refrain from comments and actions that will not uh, degenerate the unity of the party, particularly that we are done with elections, and also particularly that it is coming from people who are elected or people who have won. They need the people who have done one thing or the other against them for us to go into the election, and that is the most important thing for now. But, but, they have, but they have fundamental concerns. For example, the suggestion that there is a breakdown in discipline within NDC executive ranks. Do you concede that? <clears throat> Generally, there is discipline everywhere, and um, the leadership that we have is bold and positioned enough to confront indiscipline. I mean, going to report internal grievances in the media is just as good as taking the party to court, or is just as good as betraying the party. And so members who are grieved by decisions and the spirit of discipline understand that those grievances ought to be channeled through internal processes. I've heard them call for leadership must must tear everyone up, leadership must discipline. If I'm supposed to be disciplining anybody, I'll first of all discipline an elected member who will run to the media to run uh, to better degenerate or deepen class. But, but, but why? Uh, they, they, were, they were simply expressing the honest frustration with a system that they believe is broken, that needs fixing. Why would you discipline them? You're calling them possibly betraying the party because they went to the media? That is true because 
like I indicated, conflict will arise. Internally, we have mechanisms for, you know, addressing grievances. You first of all want to keep if you have a problem with original leadership, and then we can address him. And so we would like to just encourage that members of the party would refrain from comments and actions that will further make it very complex or cumbersome for us to unite the force at any level. Whether you're an executive, whether you're an elected member, whether you are part of the people who have lost elections. We are a movement that is called the post election. Post election is usually a healing period for everyone. And in this healing period, it is not in the good interest of the party to further do anything that would degenerate the pain that one person may have. But Mustafa, you get a sense listening to these, uh, in some of them incumbents and, and one who just retained his candidature, that the party at the national level, you have neglected to take up your responsibility and sanction your colleagues at the top who violated party rules. Allegations have been made about a, a few of your national executive colleagues who were in constituencies, actively conspiring to ensure that the, the election of their own favorites indeed become the reality. Um, and, and many of them say party executives knew about it and nothing was done. And that is why they've, they've had to speak about it the way they have. Simon, uh, if you run a political party uh, like uh, a court, where you have a moment against a member, you wake up one day and your political party to sack everybody. Politics is driven, is driven by a fundamental concept of CCC. It's called conspiracy, consensus building, and consultation. Conspiracy will always be part of our politics. Consensus building will always be part of our politics. And consultation is very important. So sometimes it is not a straightforward matter. Uh, my national chairman will say that the path to politics is not straightforward. That is why we are in the position to receive, to be at the receiving end of everyone's frustration as national executives. We take responsibilities of that because we are leaders of the party. That is why we are encouraging that in as much as leadership is position, and even we are more than capable to invoke our powers given to us to bring sanity in the party. But if you don't take care, at the time you invoke such powers, you would have stuck everybody because no one is doing That is why we encourage that. Let us all uh, try and use internal mechanisms where we tolerate each other and allow our differences not to undermine the collective interest of the party. That is what we are focused on. We have a flag bearer. We have parliamentary candidates of various constituencies. Our business is to get people who have blocked elections to join uh, elected members so that we can win. They should not be the ones to run to the media complaining about how unfair they've been treated. They, they have won elections. They've survived the conspiracy theory. They've survived the bashing. They've survived the, the gang. What is left or what is more important is for us 
to push them to achieve their end. Their end is to win elections. Let, let me ask you then, in the last uh, few minutes, I'm learning that in one of those controversial cases in Ketu North, where um, Edem Agbana won by a single vote and a recount produced a runoff, the Functional Executive Committee may have taken the decision to settle this. What's the decision if you have the information? We have seen the decision. Uh, a committee led by <clears throat> the national chairman of our party and the general secretary. And all of us were there. We have reached a decision that Adam Agbana declared as a parliamentary candidate for Fitzgerald. We have also taken the time to explain. We've actually perused the issues. Both sides came with their lawyer. We looked at the issues. They came with one negative. In fact, the regional uh, chairman and his regional secretary were present. One other ruling that the national chairman made was to the effect that pronouncements and words that have a tendency to mar the integrity of uh, executive members or party officials within the sector from the region to the constituency by Adam Adana. He was ordered within his subjects to use the same medium where he uttered those words to issue unqualified apology to uh, 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 those members. Even before the ruling, Adam stood on his feet to issue apology and further admitted that in the light, in the heat of the moment, he made some pronouncements that he himself has realized that were in bad faith. And so those were the ruling of the National Executive Committee. Thank you very much. That's uh, Musa Fagbande there confirming to us in the last uh, few minutes that the Functional Executive Committee of the Party of the NDC have taken a decision now uh, to declare uh, the uh, Ketanol parliamentary primaries won by Edem Agbana after that very controversial recount that produced Iranov. I, I want to bring in right now um, uh, Dr. Ali Dusedu, who heads the political science department at the, K- uh, at the, uh, the University of Ghana. Uh, thanks, sir, for your time here on Top Story. Thank you so much, Evans. So, if you listen to those uh, three members of parliament, and, and, and uh, Muntaka Mubarak is a stall to the party, of course, you have Sam George and then you have Felix. They are really bitter about what happened and they're speaking up openly. The party clearly has a big tax ahead trying to unite the ranks and move forward. You just heard the Deputy General Secretary say that they're speaking in, uh, to the media about their concerns themselves. It in itself constitutes a betrayal of party. And if there's any discipline that must be instilled, they must suffer the consequences first. Your reaction? Uh, thank you, Evans. I, I don't think uh, all these people who have the names you've mentioned are small boys in the NDC. They are actually... Uh, big guys who have seen it all and have worked and toiled for the party. And they understand the available internal conflict resolution mechanisms that has been put in place by the party. So for them to openly speak to the media suggests that either the internal conflict resolution mechanisms put in place are not working properly or they do not have confidence in it that it will work properly or work equitable for everybody who is a party to the conflict to benefit. So if these people who have torn for the party and want the party to succeed in every way will now complain to the media, it means they have tried doing it using the party mechanisms or just believe that. Hmm. We may have lost so I, I don't think they are small boys. And I also think that the party has to... Yes. 
Hello, Dr. Ali Dusaidu. Yeah, yeah. And I also think that the party has to take the concerns of these people very serious. Because, yeah, I think some of them have won, others have lost. Those who have won will need the support of those that have lost to be able to run a complete a complete and acceptable campaign at the constituency level. We have seen in the past that a great candidate, the power of an aggrieved candidate, and how he is able to convince people who were supporting him during the primary to vote and blouse. And we know that Evans, now what this uh, current parliament has taught us is that winning, governing the country is not just about winning the presidential elections. You will also need majority of seats in parliament to be able to prosecute government business. So, and, I, and the NDC has realized how important it is. And the general uh, level of uh, the general level of uh, hatred, that's, that's a very extreme word though, that people have nature towards NDC MPs for failing to actually kill some bills that have been coming from the MPP end. And then there's an allegation of collusion with the MPP Minister, uh, sorry, members of parliament, and then the government at large. And I think some of the people lost their primaries because of those allegations. So I think the NDC is willing to capture power in 2024. And what they have to do is to put their house in order, make sure that internal grievances are properly uh, listened to and addressed in a manner that is swift so that these people wouldn't see the need to resort to the media. So maybe today they are using the media. The next day you don't know what they're going to do. And and once even John Mahama is able to win 2024 and not have majority of seats in parliament, it will be very difficult for him to prosecute uh, government business. So I think coll- uh, collectively they will have to uh, argument and, and equip internal resolution uh, committees and let them be very swift in responding to the needs of people who complain. They shouldn't say anybody's not small. Sorry, no one is small in the party. I say when it comes to election matters, especially with the parliamentary, it just starts past the post. One a vote, a difference can, can sorry, one vote can make a difference. And indeed, so I think they, they they should they should listen to them, find a way to address those grievances as swift as they can, so that they can rally support and get everyone on board and move forward. And you make the point about one vote can make a difference. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Ali Bisedu, who heads the uh, political science department at the University of Ghana. One vote made a difference uh, in uh, K2 North constituency, uh, where we just heard a short while ago from the Deputy uh, General Secretary of the party that uh, after recount we produced a runoff, the party has now intervened and has declared Adam Agbana the winner. Uh, thankfully, Adam Agbana joins us on the line right now. Mr. Agbana, thanks for your time here on, on Top Story. Thank you, and good evening to all our cherished uh, listeners. We'll hear from you pretty shortly in detail. Please stay with me for a second. We'll congratulate you on your uh, just, uh, uh, you know, being declared and confirmed success uh, by the party. Uh, first, we have details of other stories making the headlines tonight. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.